Welcome to Treasures from the Bible. Did Mr. Matthews ever decide on an engagement ring? Did he ever propose to Miss Smith? Stay tuned to find out. Today, we'll also be finishing up our study about the prodigal son. About five months ago, Mr. Matthews and Lizzie ran into the G's at Jiffy Shopper. Since their car broke down, they were getting a lift to the G's home where they had been invited for dinner. And in the van, the discussion revolved around Mark's attempts to find an engagement ring for me. We pick up the conversation with Mr. G saying, Mark, I picked up this Jiffy Shopper Swapper and was browsing through it. Oh, really? What's the Jiffy Shopper Swapper, Grandpa? <laughs> it's a tongue twister, really. Actually, it's a little newspaper that the store prints up. It's filled with things people are either selling or trying to buy or trying to trade for something else. So, did you see anything interesting in the Swapper? Yes, as a matter of fact, I did. And you know what? I thought of you. Here it is, I circled it. Take a look. Someone is selling an engagement ring. Maybe I should give him a call. Hi, I'm calling about your ad in the Jiffy Shopper Swapper. Right, the engagement ring. Oh, it sounds like a really nice ring. It's a size 6? Oh, that's perfect. And so, okay, how much are you asking for? Hmm. So someone's on their way to buy it now? Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. But I'm sure his bride will enjoy it. Thanks for your time anyway. Bye now. This is Lizzie. My dad was pretty disappointed that he had missed the opportunity to buy the ring from the Jiffy Shopper Swapper. A couple of days went by, and then we received a call at our home. Hello? Yes, my dad's right here. Hold on, please. Dad, it's the man with the ring. Really? Hello? Yes, this is Mark Matthews. Oh, really? The gentleman never showed up to buy the ring? Well, how did you get my phone number? Oh, right. Caller ID. Oh, so it's not a real diamond? It was made in a laboratory? Okay. Well, I'd like to see it. When would be a good time to come over? All right. My daughter and I will see you tomorrow at 10 a.m. Thanks a lot. Bye.
Well, a couple of weeks went by, and we were all over at the G's for a special Saturday luncheon. Mrs. G, this egg salad sandwich is really tasty. Joey, you can thank Granny G. She made those sandwiches. Thank you, Granny G. You're welcome, Joey. Grandma, may I have some more grape juice, please? Sure, Maria. Everyone, please listen carefully. Mark has something very important to say. Would you give him your attention, please? Look, Mr. Matthews is getting down on one knee. Is he going to pray, Grandma? I don't think so. Oh, how sweet. Aline, with my great love for you, I want you to be my wife. Will you marry me? I've been waiting for this moment for quite a while. Yes, of course, I would gladly be your wife, Mark. Thank the Lord. And this is for you. Oh, Mark, it's the most beautiful ring I've ever seen. Look, it has a beautiful blue tint to it. Can I see it? Sure, here, you can look at it. So pretty. It's a fake diamond made in a lab. Rudy Michael Alexander, you really know how to spoil a special moment. Rudy, it's actually not fake at all, like phony a diamond. It's still a real diamond, but it's synthetic or man-made because it was created in the laboratory. Mark and I talked it over before we bought it. The thing we must remember is that this whole world is going to be burned up by God. These are all just temporary things and really aren't that important, like those ads that tell us that diamonds are everlasting or a lady's best friend. Once again, we'll be looking at the parable of the prodigal son in Luke 15. In verses 17 and 19, God records the son saying, And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my father's have bread enough and to spare? And I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee and am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. We can sense the son's repentance for the things he had done. What's repentance, Grandpa? It's another word for salvation, Maria. It means to change our minds about spiritual things, which is something only God can do. Lizzie, can you read Luke fifteen thirteen again? Which will remind us of the life of sin which this young man was leading before God saved him. As I mentioned in one of our other lessons, he is an example of all the elect. Sure, Mr. G. Luke fifteen thirteen, And not many days after the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country, and there wasted his substance with riotous living. The word riotous here is Strong's number 811. What's a Strong's number, Grandpa? Well, that's a great question, Maria. Strong's Exhaustive Concordance is a book that can be very helpful as we study the Bible. Over a hundred years ago, Mr. Strong wrote this book in which he made alphabetized lists of all the English words found in our King James Version Bible, along with the verse references they appear in. So the first word in the book is Aaron, and the last word is Zuzims. Wolfgang, would you read Ephesians 5.18? Sure. Ephesians 5.18. And be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, 
but be filled with the Spirit. In this verse, the same Greek word riotous is translated excess. Mark, can you take 1 Peter 4, 2 through 5? All right, Mr. G. 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 2 through 5. That he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh to the lusts of men, but to the will of God. For the time past of our life may suffice us to have wrought the will of the Gentiles. When we walked in lasciviousness, lusts, excessive wine, revelings, banquetings, and abominable idolatries, wherein they think it strange that ye run not with them to the same excess of riot, speaking evil of you, who shall give account to him that is ready to judge the quick and the dead? Later on in the story, the eldest son was discussing things with his father. The riotous living of the younger son must have been known about because the eldest son reminded the father in verse 30 that the younger son had devoured thy living with harlots. So, Lizzie, the father knew of the younger son's horrible behavior. Did he yell at him or tell him to get off his property? No, he did the opposite of that. Could you read verse 20 for us, please? Yes, Luke fifteen twenty, And he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. The father had compassion on him. Let's look at a couple verses where God uses that same word compassion, Strong's number 4697. Joey, would you read Matthew 20, 34? Okay, Matthew 20, verse 34. So Jesus had compassion on them and touched their eyes, and immediately their eyes received sight, and they followed him. Wolfgang, why don't you read Mark 6:34? Okay, let's see. Okay. Here it is, Mark six thirty four. And Jesus, when he came out, saw much people, and was moved with compassion toward them, because they were as sheep, not having a shepherd, and he began to teach them many things. Now, in the Hebrew language of the Old Testament, Psalm eighty six fifteen says, "But thou, O Lord, art a God full of compassion." and gracious, long-suffering, and plenteous in mercy and truth. Mark, would you read Luke fifteen twenty-one? Okay, sure. Luke chapter 15, verse 21. And the Son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven, and in thy sight, and in no more worthy to be called thy Son. The Father was much more forgiving than the younger Son could have ever anticipated. A person that God has saved has only a tiny idea of how infinitely great God's forgiveness truly is, as we see in verse 22. I think I'll have Maria read that. Sure. Luke 15, verse 22. But the father said to his servants, Bring forth the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet. The same word for robe is used five times in Revelation, speaking about believers. Revelation 7, 9 says, After this I beheld, and lo, a great multitude, which no man could number, of all nations and kindreds and people and tongues, stood before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white 
robes, and palms in their hands. What did the father mention after the robe? A ring and shoes. That's right. And who got a ring today? My new mom. That's right. The ring and the shoes also relate to aspects of salvation, as does the robe. Each one a different aspect of the father's love for each of his elect children. Now let's listen to our hymn, Jesus, Lover of My Soul. Jesus, Lover of My Soul, let me to Thy bosom fly. While the nearer waters roll, while the tempest still is high, hide me. like we've come to the end of our program today. We hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions or comments, or if you'd like a free audio CD of any of these programs, please write to Treasures from the Bible and Outreach at Bible Ministries International. You can write in care of Family Radio, Oakland, California, 94621 USA. Today's program is entitled an important question. May God richly bless you with His salvation. Thanks for listening, and be sure to tune in next week when we'll learn something new from the Bible. Bye!